0: all right so what's going on really appreciate everybody over on tiktok life is our reality over there um been enjoying hanging out with you guys and seeing you guys on and even like finding you guys from other places whether that's in person or been around for years and to find each other it's really really cool and i'm starting to see the benefits for localization but if anybody knows how to change the phone number over there i am working now on changing my phone number in a few different mailing list kind of environments and tiktok and everything else Life is out reality at gmail.com send in a voice message down below if not only you know of anything but of course if you uh have thoughts about this episode here um Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, all that. I will uh, be updating the bio of the podcast here. This is really my landing page uh, for those of you open enough to find it and open enough to explore with me here. So. I told you I'd do a nerdy episode. This is it, really. Um, And I'm going to be doing some episodes... With the content that I'm putting out, I'm going to be kind of being able to easily put together episodes and be a little bit more automated with the show here. Um, because I think it'll bring you guys value over here. For those of you who don't care about other places and having to go to other places and who only have time for so much. Because I know that this stuff is hard to ingest. And I'm even having a hard time catching up. And so that's one of the reasons why I've needed... A, to take a look at my system and to integrate Notion into my system as like a knowledge management place, um, a planning life wiki with knowledge management. And so I'm definitely doing that. I put Notion on my home screen. I put Google Calendar with Google Keep and Apple Notes in the Today View, easily swipeable to get to definitely still a part of my life and system um but it just is and then the dog of course has all my people phone messages whatsapp messenger um and all that good stuff so you guys can get a hold of me i can get a hold of you guys etc so it's it's really cool all on one home screen i'm talking about this because Um, it's really good when you have your own system, and I'm hoping to spark some inspiration for you to organize your phone and your system, and I don't think we talk enough about it on a podcast. It's been talked about a lot on YouTube. No, uh, TikTok, I'm finding rabbit holes I can then go have fun in through search when it comes to Notion, um, done a little bit of it when it comes to Google Calendar. And it's all still very important, and I'm finding Notion to be a huge, um, addition because I need a life wiki and a knowledge management system and what I can do is share my information and references over to Notion and then um, get notifications scheduled from Notion to hit me up in the morning with everything else that I have scheduled so that it's um, really a good way to process things Um, and I'm not just sharing things only to have them sit there. Um, and so it's really cool to have that going and then to have, um, be able to organize and write over there and kind of, um, integrate things like AI that are extremely helpful in organizing. Um, so just wanted to make this as far as TikTok, um, the accessibility has uh, there's a couple of different methods now? They've gone through a couple of updates, but a couple days ago, I was inspired by a WhatsApp conversation I was having on, because um, I often get ex- I I often get inspired by um, other people's um, lack of motivation. To be honest with you, um, I get inspired by other people saying no and I'm starting to get a lot more inspiration about when it comes to being alone and um starting to see and hear people talk about you know I'd rather just be by myself when it comes to these things because um, as far as having a creative space not as far as being rude or not as far as you know collaborations or any of the things that I'm already starting with people but When it comes to like the deep, deep work and the creative space um, that we're doing over here, we're connecting, but there's a time and a place where you really need to be alone because you're going to be listening to your thoughts and you're going to a lot better. And so something like if it's a note in Apple Notes, if it's a or folder, if it's a uh, doc in Google Docs, if it's um, a list in your task list or anything, for me, it's really getting to be Notion, my workspace in Notion, to just be alone with your thoughts and nobody else's feedback is gonna come through unless you kind of um, want to track people's feedback, which I'm kind of doing as well Um, and that's been really cool. Uh, but to, uh, to keep things, your own opinion, your own thoughts and things like this, um, has become so important in our world where we need to be able to keep up with being busy, but we need to be able to have a workspace. And that's where things like, you know, the, this productivity stuff is actually very important. It's not an obsession for obsession's sake. Like, it's actually very important. If it's a pen and paper, that's your space. Um, It doesn't matter, but it's important that you even have a system and that you're struck by ideas that you hear about, even if it's not my ideas, it's others. And so what's going on with all of that is, and what it all means is the... um, The uh, whole thing is um, as I kind of explore my system now in recording, but the whole thing is coming down to um, how you can manage your space. So I was talking about TikTok and the conversations I'm having around it with people, and this also includes Notion. I'm getting a lot of no's when it comes to notion. Like people are not interested um, in the accessibility, testing, or the workspace. And you know what's actually kind of funny is I got a lot of nos with anchor. When anchor first launched, um, and I'm not I've not been perfect with anchor, but I did uh because I had my ups and downs with it and I left it several times and I bashed it several times, but I didn't necessarily give up, and I got a lot of no's. And a lot of you are out here podcasting because of Anchor. But I got a lot of no's the first uh, three years of Anchor. Um, And then by the time uh, 2018-2019 hit, it got very intense and busy with the podcasting. Tons of people were wanting me in on their podcast startups and starting up with their podcasts. And um, whether it was for tech support... Uh, collaboration, etc. People were really, really wanting to work with me, and it was cool. And then um, I ended up pushing back because of acquisition with Spotify, and I had my own kind of doubts that it was going to change. And now a lot of people have left Anchor because it did change enough. Um, but a lot of us still hold on to the space that Anchor has given us as a podcast platform. So it's very interesting, like. Some of us have been blind pioneers out here on Anchor. There's been a few of us, at least like four or five of us, that have been out here pushing Anchor and pushing for accessibility when the rest of you... No, it's not accessible enough. No, it's too visual. Uh, blah, 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 blah. And I've seen a lot of, you know, where people talk about no to social media, but it's it's in our community, the word no is very intense. Like the excuse factor... Um, I don't want to do it. This kind of bullshit is very, very intense. And that's why when I talk in my previous episode about... Wanting to talk about programs within the self-help environment. Why? Because when you hear all these people doing all these things in self-help, it's great. It's motivating. I've been there. Like, I've needed it, actually. Um... They ended up having a lot of the same interest that I did, which is why I still watch them to this day, why I've continued to watch them, read their books, listen to their podcasts, watch their YouTube videos, TikToks, et cetera, right? But um, I think one thing that we are lacking that I wanna fill in this space and why I'm here is the reality of disabilities and the reality of um, the actual practicality of steps that we have to take that might not look traditional, that might not look like the first world dream that you're told that it has to look like because when you're told you have to put on your bootstraps and work hard, nowadays that doesn't look the same way that it did 50 years ago and it's not going to, it's gonna look very different and it's going to result in very different outcomes. When you try to work your ass off for a company, for instance, it's not gonna work. Um, or when you try to work for yourself, for instance, it may not always work. So it depends on, it's going to be very, very contextual to you, but what's really scary for some of you folks out here, whether I know you or not, is the fact that you have to watch this. Well, you don't really have to technically, but the fact that you're having to sit here and watch this. And be like, well, shit. So there is a way that, like, around the economy, there is a program, there is a fucking, yeah. Um, there is things that I can access out here, or things that I can access where I'm living, or things I can do to supplement, um, to create my own, um, access as somebody with a disability. Yeah, there is. And, um, There's a lot of online access we have that I've even used to supplement, uh, what I wasn't able to do in person that I was doing because I was extremely busy with medical care and all kinds of stuff. So it's not even just about like, you have to go out there in person, you have to get a place of your own, but it's about, um, what are you actually doing and why are you saying no? And, um, I love being by myself because I can go off and decide to go do something else. I can go off and decide I can focus completely on something else. And that's the um, advantage you have of working for yourself or um, even if you have to work for a company, treating it like a learning experience for yourself and, and being more self-based with more self-interest in it rather than seeing it like some kind of failure or seeing it like you hate your job or whatever it is or seeing it, oh, I'm not making any money right now, so it's not work. Yeah, it's still work. It's work towards something. What is that something? I don't know, it depends on what you want out of it. Why you are here? We've gotten past and moved on from the, why don't you get out there, bullshit. We've gotten past and moved on from the um, do this, do that. We've gotten past and moved on from the, you're at a disadvantage by making your family feel safer we have gotten past all that. We really have because, and I'm gonna be brutally honest with you, the people that you're pleasing right now by being stuck are gonna die. I'm sorry, it's just a fact. And when you're sparing somebody's feelings by not doing something, you're making it easier for them to be unhealthy and it's not even doing them any good. Sitting here questioning this um, my own father-in-law, we had a very wonderful relationship, but we spent a decade sparing his feelings, and it enabled him to be unhealthy, it enabled him to have his problems. And uh, eventually he said, you know, I think he came to terms with the fact that we needed to move on at the same time that he stopped drinking, which is kind of weird. Um... And he even told us towards the very end, the very thing that we were trying to run away from, which is you you guys probably should go somewhere else. You guys probably um, aren't happy here. You guys probably are not going to make it without me here. You know what? You're right. That's something we've known all along, but it's what we need to do. So... Yeah, the people that you're pleasing right now, it's not really, there's no point. Now, that doesn't mean you fuck them over and take advantage of them or be mean or not take anything into account or any of that. It just means that the people that you're pleasing right now, that you're just like, oh, it's safer, it's easier. Um, they've seen what other people have had to go through and they'd rather, they, they feel like the better family member because they kept me out of shit that... uh other people have to go through it doesn't matter they're they're not going to be here forever um and I was listening to a podcast one of my very favorite podcasts I've listened to for over a decade since my husband and I got together it was something we started together now we've had our little times where life things have happened whether it was COVID or whether it was um I think the first year we were deciding if we really really wanted to keep listening And then COVID happened in that month. There was like dialogue and it was one-on-one and it was really different. So sometimes when things change, it's really, it's better to take, um, every once in a while we've taken a break. I don't see us taking a break anytime soon. It's a good show. It's called The Archers, bbc.co.uk slash archers. I'm going to drop the episode, the latest episode in here for you because they're talking about the mother died, right? And so... The great grandmother is actually still alive. It's crazy. And the mother died. The woman who stopped drinking, who has a daughter who divorced her husband, the mom gave her husband, gave the will, gave in the will, her husband, this like trust money inheritance for her daughter. And of course it was like, she's taking it personal. Like my mom didn't think I could even make it. What am I supposed to do? Like she didn't even think I would make it enough to take care of my daughter. She had she had to feel like she get she's getting her money and none of the other grandchildren get it. But she's gone, dude. You know? It's like you can love her, she can watch over you spiritually. But you know It's a lot of this shit You know, let your daughter enjoy it. Your daughter's like one anyway right now, but it's like say fuck it and just go prove to her that you can make it without her um that kind of thing uh you know even my father-in-law said you know i hope you guys have enough sense but you're probably gonna have to leave etc because you're not gonna be able to make it here without me but he never said necessarily he's always been very encouraging that we can make it um i think especially since we stopped drinking and i'm doing tiktoks on the drinking and some of the alcohol that I would recommend for those of you that you do drink, there's, you know, um, really good wine and stuff like that. So I'm not like even judging those of you out there that do drink, but um, I'm getting to the point that I don't blame alcohol and that, and I'm not even blaming anything, not even myself. I just don't enjoy drinking anymore. I don't get any, enough out of it to stress over it, but I would definitely recommend where to go get a drink if, you know. Cause I'm not somebody who's like, oh, it should be illegal and all this kind of stuff. I don't even believe in legal, in illegalizing or making something illegal or or banning. I don't believe in banning anything, honestly. Um, I've, I've outgrown all that being in my twenties BS and all that. So, um, and I know there's been talk on podcasts about that from others. So, um, it's important to take note of that, to remember that. And, um. You know and i've talked way too much to you about yourself and your well-being and why the hell you'd want to please your parents that you're when you're an adult and how that's bad for yourself i've talked way too much about it what, but what about them even like it's not enabling them to move on themselves it's not enabling them to let go i've had to understand that our parents are going to continue to be unhealthy, some of them, because now they have the freedom to do so, and we'd rather step back and give them that freedom and then have our time with the family and then other people in our life, that our parents, there's other parents of ours that are healthier because their adults are adults and because um, by watching their adult children move on, they were able to move on. And, um, but there's a very huge, um, elephant in the room. And that is like, it's a poverty stricken thing when we're not moving on. And that doesn't mean live on your own necessarily, or give up the roof over your head. That means that the, um, when it comes to spirituality when it comes to kind of um, being able to do things and choosing maybe to do something for yourself once in a while that's away from them completely, that's away from cleaning completely, that's away from people pleasing completely, Um, and it's getting away from all of this. What you're actually also doing is allowing the other people in your environment to be healthier. And what I find really, um, weird about all of this is that I think the only way that we are going to, um, thrive as a community is to have experience in different programs and to be able to utilize that and then be able to flip those programs on their heads and go to the other side of the program and use the other side like those old cassette tapes and what I mean by that is use one side of the program and then the other side of the program and then try, you know, do something for yourself that is your life's work it's gonna, like I said this shit is gonna look very different than your traditional people and uh, if they are able to <clears throat> do these things, being disabled, the things that you see on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, it's awesome. And it means that they took whatever programs they had and they pushed they use them as like a pushing point to swim and do something else. And maybe they've been able to get off these programs and out of the system. And that is really something cool to strive on, to strive from and whatever. But like, let's not be fake here either. And let's not forget and let's recognize that the reason you're watching other people and not really wanting to actually full on see or be around or whatever it is, is because you know That if you were to go into an environment, it would make you want the thing. It would actually make you kind of want something. It would make you want the level of independence. It would make you want the autonomy because you're having to watch them do it. I know that me being there myself in the past and been times that, you know, you get too broke to travel to these conventions and to these other things. And I was in a position where I had to really be my daughter's like medical caregiver. We both did. Um, and we had our little village helping us. Um, we had to stay out of, you know, we had a reason that we had to stay out of, um, certain environments that were distractions at that time, as much as we know that people pleasing wasn't the answer, but there were distractions that could have distracted us from caregiving. But then once we started to have, um, less and less of that necessary as progress happened, what we began to recognize is, you know, being around these environments, it depends on your response. Because for us, we felt light and encouraged, but then there was this deep seated, um, kind of anxious moving that we didn't always like. And, uh, you could feel it as a kid too. If you go to summer camps and stuff, I definitely have. And it makes you almost sick because you're like, you know, I'm not doing any of this and you get to the point where you just don't want to really do anything or be around anybody. Uh, because you're like, well, shit, it's going to make me, I I don't want to watch this shit. I don't want to see it as stupid. Um, it's, uh, it's too real. It's too involved. It's too much into life. Um, it's not me. It's not what I'm about. It's da, 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 And, um, I've never been one to get along with people my own age. Some of the closest relationships I have now are with older people. Um, you know, my closeness spiritual relationship, um, she's older. And there's a reason because there's a lot of values that she has that you're not going to see in others. And she has a very young spirit, so it doesn't even matter. But it's funny because when you go out and do these things, you don't really see you're not going to see a lot of young people going out and doing certain things or doing these things. Um, Unless you go to specific, which we're working on, you know, we're learning and things like that through things like meetup and all that kind of stuff and Eventbrite and everything where you're going to very specific, uh, purposeful meetups and events in person. You might, you could see some young people there. But like when you typically go... to events, Churches, I totally understand why I think they've earned their bad rap over the years and people don't want anything to do with them. Um, I've learned to take and suck all the, um, the good that comes out of it and then kind of leave the rest, spit out the rest kind of deal until I find like a really good modern, open, new age kind of church that I'm looking for. Um, but yeah, you're not really gonna see a lot of younger people being involved in a lot of things and it is just because of the lack of energy nowadays it's like you get out of school and you're like what the hell am I doing and it's not easy um But I've never understood why nobody gets anything out of rebelling. Why nobody gets any kind of thrill or anything out of like, oh, I'm, I'm a fucking, I get to be a big kid. I get to be an adult. My husband and I were having this conversation and it's just very, it's like, holy shit. Like, how do people just remain to be adult children and they don't get any, like, how do you not get any thrill out of it? Any excite, How does it not excite you to just say, fuck off, parents. I love you, but fuck off. I'm going to go do my own thing. And that's just a deep-seated question. And I sort of felt like that as nerdy as I wanted to make this episode. The importance of this matter has come out in an insight in real time with you right now, apparently. So, um... It's just, um, kind of a question to ask because it's uh, a part of spirituality that a lot of you are just scared and squeamish of, and I'm sorry. And, um. Think some of the motivational stuff that I have watched, where they have had to get hardcore with a lot of the things that I was not doing, uh, really really helped me. So that's kind of why I'm here, just kind of paying it forward. And it's a again, it's a part of spirituality that you're not touching on, that you're not touching, that you're not, um. It's like being afraid to meditate or being afraid to do yoga because it might open something, might open up a gateway, it might open up uh, something bad or something non-holy or something. And it does feel so good to be by myself in a lot of the creative deep work. And that's all you need is just some space to whether or not sometimes you're going deep with uh, other, other shows and content and then sometimes you're just on your own and you have something in front of you that you're writing on, working on. And that's the only way to introspect Introspect sometimes. Or doing both of those at the same time. You're not touching everything. A lot of us like to say we're spiritual in our community, but you're not touching everything. It's, it's one thing, okay, like I don't know anything. I've not had every spiritual experience. I've not done everything that's taught. That's fine. But how are you going to benefit the spiritual if you're afraid to... do the deep work required a moment of silence while we ponder this As we fade out, take care of yourself, take care of your life. And um, do your deep work while taking care of each other.